Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to another Sent Out 70 Ministries podcast. I'm here with my lovely co-host, Robin. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, babe. How are you? I'm doing great. It's a new year. Uh, they say new year, new me, but uh, <laughs> we're still going to go on to do some of the great things uh, in the Lord and get out this uh, conversation piece with the podcast. Man, um, I was looking um, last week and I discovered that it was the iPhone anniversary. It's been 15 years ago. And you know that iPhone completely changed how we view and, and use our uh, phone devices. You have iPhone too, right? No, I don't. He did that as a joke. <laughs> I am team Android. Team um, I, I think I always will be. I have been team iPhone, but uh, I love my Android because of all the things that I do. Yeah. So. And just thinking back, um, man, before the iPhone, I used to have a flip phone, and I was holding on for a long time. And uh, just the way iPhone, uh, the technology, and and uh, when Steve Jobs introduced that uh, 15 years ago, you know, I I wasn't necessarily on iPhone. I was trying trying to save money, but uh, you know, going to the iPhone, it just the way we we do things. And I heard someone say that uh, it revolutionized the way we do things and uh with the telephone back then i still remember my uh home phone number with the rotary and you know you go down in the basement or you go where in the kitchen you know you have a landline as we call it but uh, when the iphone came along and even android uh capabilities it changed the way we do things um and when they talked about revolution uh revolutionary way of doing things I started thinking, are they talking revolution or evolution? So I think it's important, uh, even as we discuss things in the church world and Christianity and believing believers, uh, revolution versus evolution. So when we look at uh, revolution, a revolution is a forcible overthrow of a government or social order in favor of a new system. So when we had those uh, landlines and then iPhones, comes along, it completely changed how we uh, view and use our phone devices. It was a complete overthrow of uh, the social order in favor of a new system. So now everyone has their iPhone. You can't go anywhere without someone with an iPhone or Android, right? Right. Um, and I think what's dope about um, when you talk about revolution versus evolution I don't think we should pit them against one another because they are both actually needed. Right. Um, if you look just historically in Christianity, I think when um, Christ was born and when he was fulfilling his mission, you know, his three year uh, or approximately three year ministry on the earth, that was revolution time. Things had to be broken. Things had to be reset. Um, the old way of doing things had to be thrown out. Um, and it even relates to, you know, is this still the same God from the Old Testament and the New Testament? Yes, but God, um, the Godhead was essentially throwing out the old way of doing things to introduce the new way of doing things, which once a revolution is set, then the evolution can begin. Things can begin to evolve. 
Agreed, agreed, agreed. Yeah, the revolution, man, and, and it definitely, I mean, man, 20 years ago, you would have never thought this technology would have come on the scene where now you're combining the ability to uh, converse on the phone, talk on the phone, you can send email, and you have a miniature computer. You have GPS, you have all those things, and I remember the MapQuest days. <laughs> and as uh, you know, taking you different places and you're stuck you're reading a piece of paper and hoping that you have it uh right and if you're in the wrong location then you know there's plenty of times i would call people hey i'm it says i'm in front of your house and they're like no i'm around the corner <laughs> i'm around the corner so it revolutionized it, it put in favor a new system of how we use and view our phone and then there's evolution so we have to evolve and that's the gradual development of something especially from a simple to a more complex form evolution the evolution of the phone you know we just started as we talked about before you just have the landline and you just call someone calls is busy you can't get through then the call waiting occurred and now you can click over then if you didn't get in contact with them you know, that was what it was. But then they had the what? The voicemail, then the star 69, you know. So even the phone, as from the landline standpoint, started to evolve. And I like what you, what you said. Um, sometimes we look at it as a threat that is one or the other. But um, when, you, when you're in the midst of a revolution or a complete change, so... I'll back up and say this, evolution will happen whether you want it or not. It's just going to happen. So you can sit by and say, you know what, I don't want it to happen. And then you'll find yourself in a revolution where now <laughs> this new system is going to take over that old system. Absolutely. If you look at, if you have a career, you work a nine to five or a business, and you could have been using technology, just say from the 80s and 90s. And I know you guys um, are familiar with uh, things evolving. And so one day you get a message from your supervisor, your manager, uh, district manager, whomever, and they say, hey, we have to throw out the old system. We're not using that technology anymore. We're going to use the new technology. So now we have to take the time to reset, to learn a new process, um, which takes time, it takes patience, it takes commitment. And, you know, and they say, well, going forward, this is what we're using. <laughs> yeah. And then you get a lot of complaints sometimes, like, well, what we're, we're used to the old system, the old way of doing things. And it doesn't mean that we're not doing, um, we're not having the same mission um, of servicing people, servicing clients or whatever you do, but we are just using a different route to be able to service them. And so, you know, henceforth my point, both are needed, the revolution and evolution. And that that really brings us up to the church and what we're seeing. We are still evolving off of Christ's plan when he was walking the earth. Things are unfolding under our eyes, like he said in the word, these things shall happen. So for sure, for sure. And um evolution, just think of how we we uh, just have a simple glass of water, or we have water. Um, just think back 
back back in the days they used to have to go to the well and dig it up and and do all those things and then bring the water from a bucket into the home and you you drink it whereas um now we can just we have the pipes right we hear the water's free but the pipes that, that draw the water into you cost money point is we're getting water right so we had to evolve from going out to the well and and going down and turning that handle and getting the water and bringing it in uh, just the same as how we uh, bathe ourselves and how we, you know, use uh, the bathroom facilities. It all evolved and evolution is not necessarily a bad thing, but it will come whether we are resisting it or not. And in a church world, I think when we're comfortable with, with a lot of things, we become resistant to change. Because we think, you know what, this is how I've always done it. This is how my great-grandparents done it. This is how the generation before me done it. And it has worked. And why change it? But we see challenges occur, even in life. Just think of the pandemic. Prior to the pandemic, uh, you, you never saw a lot of people, uh, church world-wise, on Facebook. I'm not saying um, Facebook or other social media platforms. I'm not saying that there wasn't any but it grew exponentially once the pandemic come because that the the pandemic caused a revolution it was a forcible overthrow of social order we couldn't just go into the building anymore the government said that that we couldn't so we had to find another way to get that uh that message out to the people we had to find new pipes to get the water out to the people, and that was through the uh, medium of uh, social media. I definitely agree. I think um, it definitely brings me to a point of, you know, the gospel itself. The gospel is so pure. It's the truth. It's it's everything. It's, it's God's word, God's way of doing things. And the gospel has never and will never need to be changed. Right, Because right. it's it's its own potency. It stands, you know, that's God's word. Mm-hmm. So we don't need to change God's word. What I think the challenge is, you know, times change. Yeah. Literally from 1900, from 1800 to 1900, you know, and then going forth, you know, we're in the 1950s, 60s, 70s. Time is changing all around us. And so new generations are being born in the way that they learn the way that they receive, the way that they operate, the way that they execute is being done differently. Right. And a lot of times we fight that, but strategically, God has a way of speaking to each generation. So there's some things that our parents did, our aunties did, our grandmoms did, we will never do. And it's right. not because we just, we hate the way they did stuff, because it's not necessarily applying to the time that we're in. However, there are some survival things and tips and um, important wisdom that they did teach us that will transcend throughout time that we do need to keep. And so I think you need to um, check in with the Holy Ghost um, and find out, Lord, okay, with this revolution, how does that apply to me? How, because I'm, you know, you can tell the Lord you're uncomfortable with change. A lot of people are uncomfortable with change but i think the more you commune with him um you will be able to say okay this is my part in the revolution 
this is my part in the revolution. I better, you know, go ahead and embrace it. And what is my part? What can I do to help, you know, change the way things are being done, but stick to the core gospel? Right. And I think um, some people don't want things to change um, from from where the way they have been done, because I think that's where, um, in my opinion, where they they differ. They they don't understand. They misinterpret what it is. So they're looking at evolution and mistaking it for a revolution. And in a church where we know like insurrection. So they're they're thinking, OK. This thing is evolving around me, but I look at evolution as a threat of revolution. That is, it's a revolt. It's uh, an overthrow of my leadership position, and that's not the case. It's, it just happens to be that things are evolving, uh, and it shouldn't be looked at as a revolution. So when you look at something as a threat, you don't want anything to change because it threatens your place in that whole uh realm or that whole space for example um dealing with uh evolution not not the revolution remember when we were teaching uh, youth ministry right and we would allow them to use their phones to download the uh, bible app or to read the bible and we would go around and have each of them read the bible and and uh, some of them were reading from their phones and some were reading from the paper bibles our only uh, stipulation was that you can't be on your phone looking at other things during uh, youth ministry. But to some people, you know, having the phone in, in church is, is crazy. Like, why are you, or you better not uh, preach from, the, from a tablet at the pulpit. They're looking at you like, what's going on? But it's evolution. It's evolution. It's not necessarily revolution, which threatens the way that you've been doing things. And I think in their mind, they're thinking, well, this will replace me. If I don't know how to preach from a tablet, it's going to replace me. It's not. When you're anointed, you're anointed. And if you're teaching and you see. Now, here's the here's the premise on why we allow them to use their phone. Uh, it was some thought behind it. It wasn't just, OK, well, let's just get with the times. No, if if they download that uh, Bible app and they read the Bible read from the Bible app, read the Bible off their phone uh, in class, that phone is going to be with them after church service hours. So if they get into a, a challenging situation and they want to have a daily uh, scripture pop up, they already have the, uh, the uh, app downloaded. So the Bible is with them. More mobile and more uh, complete versus them pulling out, which you know, dealing with teens, they probably will be embarrassed pulling out a thick Bible in front of their friends. So, as you have to understand evolution and how it can work in favor of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. And just to piggyback on that time, you covered the spiritual reason regarding why we made that decision of them using their phones. But let's start, talk technical because, you know, it's spirit and then there's there's flesh. The flesh is during that season, it's we're on electronics anymore. The paper was just not in style. Right. Um, for those of us who are maybe 70s babies and um, 80s babies, possibly, yeah, 70s and 80s, 
because we're still used to the paperback. But 90s babies and beyond, they started, you got to understand during that time, electronics had a big entire boom. I didn't receive my first or I didn't purchase my first cell phone until I was about 20 or 21. Right, um, same. So that 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 was huge. And so now we're not talking about paper Bibles anymore. And so they're looking at us, you know, <laughs> kind of challenging our thinking like, hey, well, this is what we have. We have our phones. I don't use a paper Bible. And, you know, before I just want to lecture and correct, I have to think about what they're saying. Right. You know what? They're right. Most of their generation is using electronics. And but we set the tone. Hey. When you're in here, no surfing the web. We're serious about it. <laughs> right. And you know what? We never really had any problems, did we? We never did. We didn't. No. And what if we it. what if we took that evolution as as a, a threat of revolution? Like, oh no, um, we can't have them do this. And no, because we've always done it this way. It's paper Bible, paper Bible. How do you think they would have react to that? I think they they shut down. Mm-hmm. They shut down because they weren't being uh listened to at least right. i said at the least so i, I think we did a, a great job in compromising they respected our rules we laid the rules down but now we have people engaging in the word which is the whole point of it in right. the first place to be able to engage and guess what um i i'm just gonna be honest i mostly use electronics for my yeah. bible i i do now i i know you yeah, I'm, I'm paper all the I way. I know your paper. Unless, unless <laughs> I uh, need to search something up real quick, I'll uh, certainly so I'll have the uh, Bible app on my phone. But uh, I primarily use um, paperback because I write notes in my Bible, and it helps me if I'm if I have a speaking engagement, or whether we're talking to the family or I'm talking in front of a congregation, I don't have to try to think of those notes, but. Um, which is even a, a better uh, situation is that I am more pro paper, but I understand the times. Like you always say, read the room, right? I understand the times. Things are evolving. Technology has come to the forefront where, although I may have a preference of a paper Bible, I'm still open to the mission. I'm keeping the main thing, the main thing that these uh, youth, whoever's in our, um, under the sound of our voice are that we're communicating with, they're getting fed the Bible and they're getting fed tools and training on how to use the Bible and how to read the Bible while they're out of our presence. So that's the point. Absolutely. And I also want to say, sometimes we don't give God enough credit for his master plan. And we think we only know certain facets of God. So we can just, you make judgment. And the truth is, he's going to get his word in this earth the way he sees fit. Yes. You don't think electronics were a part of the plan? And just saying, (laughs) even if they were not, he knows how to use electronics still to get people to come into the kingdom. And for me, like I said, for me personally, um, I used to have a tablet. I don't have it anymore. But between my computer and my cell phone, listen, I can pop up that scripture anywhere, anytime. It's, it's very easy for me to do. And that's easy for me. And I do say to each his own, 
for those who carry the paper Bible, listen, I still encourage you. I applaud you. And I think it's a beautiful thing. I think right. it's great that we all, and see, it goes back to the master plan. We all are receiving the word of God. Right. And the danger is, though, that um, you are aware that things are evolving, but you take it as a revolt and you, you're you resisting it. You're kicking against the goads because you think, one, part of it is um, a person may not be a techie. They may not have the capabilities to deal in the tech world. So, no, no, I'm going to stick in my arena. But do you know how... Uh, advantageous it has been with the evolution of technology, just even thinking back to the uh, pandemic. I mean, what if you were a church building that receives uh, tithes and offerings uh, by hand all the time and no one can get in there? You better have a uh, electronic way of giving. What if you're a business owner? Oh, I just give my cards out all the time. You better have some type of uh, a social media platform, or even have a QR code. Many times uh, for business purposes, I'll just, hey, here's my QR code. And they can flash that. It's going to go to all my link tree. It's going to go to my Instagram. It's going to go to my Facebook if need be. Those are things that you don't want to buck against the trend of evolution because you're afraid that it's going to replace you and you're going to become obsolete. Those are the issues that we're talking about. Uh, as it deals with us um, as people, but also in the church world. No, we don't want those coffee bars there. Man, when I come in on a, a winter morning, if it was a coffee bar at my church <laughs> building, I would for sure, for sure uh, not make a pit stop at, at one of the local coffee places. I would go straight, hope, you know, hoping that they have the, the right uh, coffee that I like. <laughs> So let's not buck against the trend because, again, we're focused on us. Well, it'll make me obsolete or I'm not into that. As, my, as uh, you just talked about, right, I prefer the, uh, the paper Bible, but I'm not going to stop the main purpose of how we, why we gather is to get the word out. And if a younger person or even an older person is not necessarily age, they prefer uh, the electronic Bible, why am I fighting that? I have to take a step back. Why am I fighting that? Why am I fighting evolution? Because I look at it as a revolution. No, it's a forcible overthrow. No, it's not. Things are evolving and I have to put myself aside and think about the Lord. As the Lord said, not thy will, not my will, but thy will be done. That's, that, that's the, uh, the mindset and ministry in the heart that we have to have. Just like John, he said, I have to decrease that you may increase. So it's not necessarily about what we want in our comfort levels. It's about giving ourselves, preferring our brethren before ourselves. And you know what? Sometimes, you know, uh, and of course, my husband and I, we've been called peanut butter and jelly <laughs> because we have different styles. Um, and God gives, uh, uh, God giftings, excuse me, on how we present things. But on the softer side of things is if we're having challenges adjusting that we have an almighty God who understands, who wants us to come into his presence. Yes. 
and question him and say, why God? How God? <laughs> how, you know, how do you want me to use? Why am I defensive, God? Not that way. <laughs> <laughs> Again, but how, Lord, would you like to use me in this process? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I am at the age where if I wanted to, and this is personal, but it's, it's true, I can have more children. But, <gasps> however, I choose not to because we are full, and I say full in love with what we have. We have a great thing going on. Mm-hmm. But I have to accept the season that I am. I have to accept the season that I am and ask God, how do I pour into my kids as I, we have one teenager and one preteen? Where are we at now? Because we can't go back in time, True. right? We can't True. go back. They're not toddlers anymore. Yeah. You love the stage when they're newborn and they smell good and they mm-hmm. don't talk back. Not natural perfume. And then, you know, the little kids, you get to travel and, you know, McDonald's makes them happy or whatever. Wherever you go, they're just happy to be with you. Mm-hmm. And then they hit that preteen stage and they're like, I'm not cool anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and so instead of my, um, my husband and I complaining, we have to continue to evolve. Yes. We have to. And that's the way that was God's plan from the beginning that our children are really not our, our own. Right. 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 Um, and I'm just relating to, to the topic that we're talking about and breaking it down in layman's terms, but our children are our own. They don't, belong to us right. we birthed them in here but they belong to god yeah. and god has a plan of revolution and evolution for everyone on this planet amen you know those are are the topics that uh you know it's it's, it's difficult to talk about sometimes uh because you don't ever want to come across as you know angry or you're you're uh against uh the church in general um, those are not uh, by any means the sentiment that that we have, but there's always um, more efficient, and I think there are ways to do things that we have to align with the mission and a vision of God. Um, contrary to popular uh, thought, you know, just because we may lead a, a ministry, uh, our building, that's not a little monarchy we, we have. That's not our little kingdom. We are shepherds and we are ministers who should speak as flames of fire for the Lord. And we have to always remember that it is the Lord's uh, people. It is his church. The church is the body of Christ. It's not the building. It is the body of believers. So if we are uh, so blessed to be anointed to be uh, in charge of a group of people and leading them where there's much responsibility, we ought to always keep in mind that this uh, operation is not ours. It's the Lord. So we have to do things that will benefit the kingdom, and we have to put ourselves aside in favor of the blessing and the path of the Lord uh, for the believer to him. Well spoken, Pastor AJ. I think we are going to get ready to leave the people, you know, just food for thought. And like I said, peanut butter and jelly here. So I encourage anybody who is listening, I'm just challenging your thinking against Christ. We're not talking about against me. Follow me as I follow Christ. Follow my husband as he follows Christ. But you should be led by the Holy Ghost. Um, 
you know, walk in love, um, pray fervently yes. and recognize when you're in the season of revolution versus evolution. And if you need help with that, ask the Holy Ghost. Uh, listen, everyone, it has been a pleasure um, yes. in 2023. This is our first podcast again for this year. Uh, we look forward to several more, but just wishing you peace, love, happiness and healing yes. um, in the Holy Spirit. Maybe you have anything. Look forward to uh, many more conversations and inviting you into the conversation and touching base with uh, many of you on future podcasts. And as always, we thank you. Uh, the Lord has sent each of you out to do something mighty in the world. And uh, we thank you that in any way, shape or form, we can be a part of that journey by giving you an encouraging word, uh, edifying you in the things of the Lord. and. Uh, even discussing some of these difficult topics, but that are on plenty of our minds. It's always a, a blessing and an honor to step into that role. So we thank you and look forward to uh, chiming in and look forward to future podcasts at Sent Out 70 Ministries. God bless.